Hello, my beautiful seekers, and welcome to the Be the Change in Your Marriage podcast, where it's my mission to save thousands of women in challenging marriages from unnecessary suffering. I took an extended leave of absence to be with my kids over summer vacation, declutter, and regroup, so I'm so sorry for the long absence, but my kids are back in school, and I am back on the mic and so happy to be with you again. Join me as we dive into the shockingly pink, fabulously posh world of the Barbie movie. Reclining theater seats, a tub of popcorn, which I usually dump a pack of peanut M&Ms into, rapture, and the Barbie movie with my homegirls. Did you see it? I'd love to hear your take on it. I was excessively diverted. I found it extremely enjoyable. There was incredible wit and artistry in the visual details as well as the acting. It moved me to tears from both giant belly laughs and genuine poignant emotion, which was a beautiful surprise. What I thought would be frothy and frivolous fiction turned out to be incredibly moving. Other people can talk about the balance of power in the world. I want to talk about your own balancing act of loving yourself and your husband. I know I questioned my role as I watched the movie and resonated with so many of the difficulties that we face as women and what a challenging job we have to, as was said in the movie, tie ourselves in knots for the people around us. So I questioned as I watched are my teachings truly serving women? Am I showing up in a way that's going to benefit them? Or am I just adding impossibly more to their already full plate? And here's what came to me. There's a false dichotomy presented in the movie. The idea that you are either living out your dreams and fulfilling your purpose, becoming president or winning the Nobel Prize, or you're dressed as a maid and handing your man a brewski as if those are two mutually exclusive options or pathways to choose from. But that notion is as fake as Barbie's unattainable proportions. There is a middle way beyond either of those extremes, which is real love that says, I ache when you ache because I actually give an air biscuit about how you feel. And my goal is not to get you to like me, but to convey to you through my words, attitudes, and actions how priceless you are, even as I honor that knowledge about myself. And that is what we need to be optimizing ourselves for. The movie came close to capturing that sense of oneness in that heart-rending montage when Barbie holds Ruth's hands and gets a heaping, raw infusion of human inner experience Exquisitely beautiful, by the way. Listen to the Billie Eilish song, What Was I Made For, on Spotify, and weep with me when you have a sec. Actually, listen to my 21-year-old daughter's spectacular cover. I'm If I can figure out how to do it, I'm going to send it to my email list. Or just message me, and I'll try to get you a copy. She did such a good job. I'm so proud of her. Anyway. Following that experience, Barbie said it was achy, but good. Has there ever been a better, more succinct description of life? 
just a beautiful experience to feel with and for someone even when they don't give us the complete acknowledgement we're hoping for. And they never will because they can never truly know how much we're giving because they're not us. That's why we need to acknowledge ourselves. It is a privilege to care for them and genuinely desire their well-being. It moves our hearts in an irreplaceable way. It's a part of the human experience I would not wish to deny anyone. So even though I joke about men being clueless and though in many cases they fail to understand what we want them to understand, they're human just as we are and when we're married to them it's so much more rewarding to feel for them than to hedge ourselves against it with resentment there is no victimization when we act out of our free will to extend love to another person because we genuinely delight in their delight there comes a beautiful balance of delight in yourself caring for yourself energizing yourself with those girls nights with the amazing work that you're doing the pursuit of your career or your art or your education and coming home to your beloved and letting his need for you feel like a privilege to fulfill and it doesn't mean you indulge selfishness in him you inform him of your needs and your feelings and your thoughts and your desires and you also find it a privilege to fulfill his, even if it's sometimes inconvenient, because that's when love is at its strongest. It's how it strengthens. So when you see the movie, or if you have seen the movie, I want you to enjoy the resonant feeling of being seen as a woman, but I don't want it to fog or adversely affect your view of pure love and what it means to be in a loving relationship with someone. You can serve someone wholeheartedly without demeaning yourself or twisting yourself into a knot. When you are one with him, it is the most natural thing in the world. And it is not about fearing his disapproval, but about loving his joy and bolstering his confidence and helping him to feel effective in his role because he is not superfluous. And the more you help him to see what a beautiful role he plays in your life, the greater that role will become and the more reasons you will have to truly appreciate him going forward. So what concerns do you have about what I just said? Are you afraid that in offering your wholehearted love, you're going to be swallowed up by him and have nothing left of your identity? That he'll have the ability to just control you and dictate your life? That's where your discernment needs to come in and your regular time to observe yourself and your thoughts, to journal, to explore, to find your zone of genius, your unique ability set, that great gift in yourself that you need to double down on and develop. Those things you are not asking permission to pursue that are making you more of who you are. You are making sure that identity is nurtured, protected, and supported even as you nurture, protect, and support him and your strength is not in your willpower it's in the potency of your vision of your future self and your faith that you can become it i repeat your strength is not in your willpower it's in the potency of your vision of your future self and your faith that you can become it you find no necessity for scorekeeping because you're simply recharging your batteries filling your bucket as needed making requests, making requirements. Steve, you got the kids now, I'm heading to my pottery class. And you breathe through the fear 
You deeply consider where he's coming from and you cherish that feeling of caring for him, of having that extension of yourself that allows you to multiply your happiness when he is happy. What would that look like for you? And alternatively, what would it look like if you took the road of dismissing him as superfluous, as oppressive, as stupid, and pursued your own path entirely? Communicate your needs, respect his, and find a harmonious equilibrium. Remember, just like Ken, you are enough, and you're great at doing stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today. You deserve all the love and happiness you can hold, and love digs deep.